despised to do so, because he was a great devotee and should not have looked upon other living entities with ordinary vision. Indirectly Manu pointed out to Dhruva Maharaja that out of material affection Dhruva thought of his brother as his kin and the Yaksis as his enemies. Such observation of differentiation subsides as soon as one is situated in his original position as an eternal servant of the Lord. SB 4.11.30 Text 30 Text Tvam Pratya Gatmani Tadabhagavati Ananta Ananda Matra Apapanasamasta Sakta Bhaktam Vidhaya Parabam Sanakara Vidaya Grantham Vidhatsayasi Mamahamidi Prarotam Word for Word Meanings Tvam, you, Pratya Katmani, unto the Super Soul, Tada, at that time, Bhagavati, unto the Supreme Personality of Godhead, and, who is unlimited, Ananda Matra, the reservoir of all pleasure, Apapana, possessed of, Samasta, all, Sakta, Potencies, Bactum, devotional service, Vinhaya, by rendering, Parabum, supreme, Sanake, very soon, Avidaya. Avolution, Grantham, the knot, Vidhetsiasi, you will undo, Mama, my, Atom, by, Iti, thus, Prarotum, firmly fixed. Translation. Thus regaining your natural position and rendering service unto the Supreme Lord, who is the all-powerful reservoir of all pleasure and who lives in all living entities as the Super Soul, you will very soon forget the illusory understanding of I and my. PURPORT Dhruva Maharaja was already a liberated person, because at the age of five years he had seen the Supreme Personality of Godhead. But even though liberated, he was, for the time being, afflicted by the illusion of Maya thinking himself the brother of Adama in the bodily concept of life. The whole material world is working on the basis of I and mine. This is the root of attraction to the material world. If one is attracted by this root of illusory conceptions, I and mine, he will have to remain within this material world in different exalted or nasty positions. By the grace of Lord Krishna, the sages and Lord Manu reminded Dhruva Maharaja that he should not continue this material conception of I and mine. Simply by devotional service unto the Lord his illusion could be eradicated without difficulty. SB 4.11.31 Text 31 Text Samaya Arasam Badram Tepradatam Sriyasam Param Srutina Gaiasa Rajan Agadina Euphemiam Word for Word Meanings Samayaka, Just Control, Rasam, Anger, Badram, All Good Fortune, Te To you, Pradatam, Enemy, Sriyasam, Of All Goodness Param, the foremost, Srutina, by hearing, Gaiasa, constantly, Rajan, my dear king, Agadina, by medicinal treatment, Yatha, as, M.A.M., disease. Translation. My dear king, just consider what I have said to you, which will act, as medicinal treatment upon disease. Control your anger, for anger is the foremost enemy on the path of spiritual realization. I wish all good fortune, for you. Please follow my instructions. Purport. Dhruva Maharaja was a liberated soul, and actually he was not angry with anyone. But because he was the ruler, it was his duty to become angry for some time in order to keep law and order in the state. His brother, Adama, was without fault, yet he was killed by one of the Yaksis. It was the duty of Dhruva Maharaja to kill the offender, life for life, because Dhruva was the king. When the challenge came, Dhruva Maharaja fought vehemently and punished the Yaksas sufficiently. But anger is such that, if one increases it, it increases unlimitedly. In order that Dhruva Maharaja's kingly anger not exceed the limit, Manu was kind enough to check his grandson. Dhruva Maharaja could understand the purpose of his grandfather, and he immediately stopped the fighting. The words Srutina Gaiasa, by constantly hearing, are very important in this verse. By constantly hearing about devotional service, one can check the force of anger, which is detrimental to the process of devotional service. Srila Pirikshit Maharaja said that the constant hearing of the pastimes of the Lord is the panacea for all material diseases. Everyone, therefore, should hear about the Supreme Personality of Godhead constantly. By hearing one can always remain in equilibrium, and thus his progress in spiritual life will not be hampered. Dhruva Maharaja's becoming angry with the miscreants was quite appropriate. There is a short story in this connection about a snake who became a devotee upon instruction by Narada, who instructed him not to bite anymore. Since ordinarily a snake's business is to fatally bite other living entities, as a devotee he was forbidden to do so. Unfortunately, people took advantage of this non-violence on the part of the snake, 
especially the children, who began to throw stones at him. He did not bite anyone, however, because it was the instruction of his spiritual master. After a while, when the snake met his spiritual master, Narada, he complained, I have given up the bad habit of biting innocent living entities, but they are mistreating me by throwing stones at me. Upon hearing this, Narada Muni instructed him, Don't bite, but do not forget to expand your hood, as if you were going to bite. Then they will go away. Similarly, a devotee is always non-violent, he is qualified with all good characteristics. But, in the common world, when there is mischief made by others, he should not forget to become angry, at least for the time being, in order to drive away the miscreants. SB 4.11.32 Text 32 Text. Yan apasrastad piruzal lokad vijit brasam madbudhastad vasam gakt ikan adhayam admanah. Word for word meanings. Yena, by which, apasrastad, being overwhelmed, piruzat, by the person, lokah, everyone, advijit, becomes terrified, brasam, greatly, mad, never, budha, a learned person, tat, of anger, vasam, under the control, gakit, should go, ikan, desiring, adhayam, fearlessness, liberation, Atmanah, of the self. Translation. A person who desires liberation from this material world should not fall under the control of anger, because when bewildered by anger one becomes a source of dread for all others. Purport. A devotee or saintly person should not be dreadful to others, nor should anyone be a source of dread to him. If one treats others with anonymity, then no one will become his enemy. There is the example, however, of Jesus Christ, who had enemies, and they crucified him. The demonic are always present, and they find fault even in saintly persons. But a saintly person never becomes angry, even if there is very great provocation. SB 4.11.33 Text 33 Text Word for word meanings. Helenum, disrespectful behavior, Jirasa, of Lord Shiva, Brada, the brother, Danadasaya, to Kuvara, Tveya, by you, Kratam, was performed, yet, because, Jagnivan, you have killed, Puniajanan, the Yaxis, Bratra, of your brother, Nan, killers, Iti, thus, thinking, Amarsita, angry. Translation. My dear Druva, you thought, that the Yaxis killed your brother, and therefore you have killed great numbers of them. But by this action you have agitated the mind of Lord Siva's brother Kuvara, who is the treasurer of the demigods. Please note that your actions have been very disrespectful to Kuvara and Lord Shiva. PURPORT Lord Manu stated that Dhruva Maharaja had been offensive to Lord Shiva and his brother Kuvara, because the Yaksis belonged to Kuvara's family. They were not ordinary persons. As such, they have been described as Puniyajanan, pious men. Somehow or other the mind of Kuvara had been agitated, and Dhruva Maharaja was advised to pacify him. SB 4.11.34 Text 34 Text Tam prasadaya vatsasusanataya prasraya tibhihnadyatman matatam tejahkulam nobibhavisayati Word for word meanings. Tam, him, prasadaya, pacify, vatsa, my son, as you, immediately, sanataya, by offering obeisances. Prasraya, by respectful behavior, Atibhya, by gentle words, Madhyavat, before, Madhatam, of great personalities, Teja, Rath, Kulam, family, Madhauer, and Abhavisayati, will affect. Translation. For this reason, my son, you should immediately pacify Kuvara with gentle words and prayers, and thus his wrath may not affect our family. Purport. In our common dealings we should maintain friendship with everyone and certainly with such exalted demigods as Kuvara. Our behavior should be such that no one should become angry and thereby commit a wrong to individuals, families or society. SB 4.11.35 Text 35 Text Word for word meanings. Evam, thus, Svayam Yuva, Lord Svayam Yuva Manu, Patram, to his grandson, and Sasaya, after giving instruction, Mana, Lord Manu, Dhruvam, to Dhruva Maharaja, Tina, by him, and Hivandita, being offered obeisances to, Sakam, together, Rasibhya, with the sages, Svathiram, to his own abode, Yaya, went. Translation. 
Thus Svayambhuvamanu, after giving instruction to Dhruva Maharaja, his grandson, received respectful obeisances from him. Then Lord Manu and the great sages went back to their respective homes. Thus end the Bhaktivedanta purports of the fourth canto, eleventh chapter, of the Srimad Bhagavatam, entitled Svayambhuva Manu advises Dhruva Maharaja to stop fighting. SB 4.12, Dhruva Maharaja goes back to Godhead. 12. Dhruva Maharaja goes back to Godhead. SB 4.12.1. Text 1. Text. Maitriya Yuvaka Dhruvam Nivranam Pranibadhaya Vasisad Apita Maniam Bhagavan Dinesvarahta Tragadis Kirana Yaksakinaray Samsjaya Manonayavadat Kratanjalim. Word for word meanings. Maitriya Yuvaka, Maitriya said, Dhruvam, Dhruva Maharaja, Nivranam, ceased. Pranibadhaya, having learned, Vasisat, from killing, Apita, subsided, Maniam, anger, Bhagavan, Kuvara, Dana Isvara, master of the treasury, Tatra, there, Agaga, appeared, Kirana, by the Karanas, Yaksa, Yaksas, Kinaray, and by the Kinaras, Samstuyamana. Being worshipped, Nyavadat, spoke, Kratanjalim, to Druva with folded hands. Translation the great sage Maitreya said, My dear Vidura, Dhruva Maharaja's anger subsided, and he completely ceased killing Yaksis. When Kuvara, the most blessed master of the treasury, learned this news, he appeared before Dhruva. While being worshipped by Yaksis, Kinaras and Karanas, he spoke to Dhruva Maharaja, who stood before him with folded hands. SB 4.12.2 Text 2 Text Danada Yuvaka Bobaxatriya Dehida Piratusto Smeetenaga Yat Vampatamahanasad Verum Distiajamatiaja. Word for word meanings. Danada Yuvaka, the master of the treasury, Kuvara, said, Bah Bah, O, Xatriya Dehida, O son of Xatriya, Piratusta, very glad, as me. I am, Tet, with you, Anaga, O Silas One, Yat, because, Tvam, you, Patamaha, of your grandfather, Adasit, under the instruction, Verum, enmity, Dystiagem, difficult to avoid, Atiaja, have given up. Translation. The master of the treasury, Kuvara, said, O Silas son of Axatriya, I am very glad to know, that under the instruction of your grandfather you have given up your enmity, although it is very difficult to avoid. I am very pleased with you. SB 4.12.3 Text 3 Text Nabhavanam venhid yaksan mad yaksa bradaram tavakala eva hai butanam Word for word meanings. Nat, not, bhavan, you, avenhit, killed, yaksan, the yaksas, nat, not, yaksa, the yaksas, bradaram, brother, tava, your, kala, time, eva, certainly, hi, for, butanam, of living entities, prabha. The Supreme Lord, Apayabhavaya, of Annihilation and Degeneration. Translation. Actually, you have not killed the Yaksis, nor have they killed your brother, for the ultimate cause of generation and annihilation is the eternal time feature of the Supreme Lord. Purport. When the Master of the Treasury addressed him as Silas, Dhruva Maharaja, considering himself responsible for killing so many Yaksis, might have thought himself otherwise. Kuvara, however, assured him that factually he had not killed any of the Yaksis, therefore, he was not at all sinful. He did his duty as a king, as it is ordered by the laws of nature. Nor should you think that your brother was killed by the Yaksis, said Kuvara. He died or was killed in due course of time by the laws of nature. Eternal time, one of the features of the Lord, is ultimately responsible for annihilation and degeneration. You are not responsible for such actions. SB 4.12.4. Text 4. Text. Atom Vamidi Apartha Dirajnanat Pirasasaya Hisvapnivasbhati Edadayanadyaya Bantaviparaya. Word for word meanings. Atom, I, Tvam, you, Idi, thus, Apartha, misconceived, Dih, intelligence, Ajnanat, from ignorance, Pirasasaya, of a person, Hi, certainly, Svathni, a dream, Iva, like, and happy, appears, Atabdianat, from the bodily concept of life, Yea, by which, Banda, bondage, Vipariya, and misery. Translation. Misidentification of oneself and others, as I and you on the basis of the bodily concept of life is a product of ignorance. This bodily concept is the cause of repeated birth and death, and it makes us go on continuously in material existence. Purport. 
the conception of I and you, Adam them, as separate from each other, is due to our forgetfulness of our eternal relationship with the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The Supreme Person, Krishna, is the central point, and all of us are his parts and parcels, just as hands and legs are parts and parcels of the whole body. When we actually come to this understanding of being eternally related to the Supreme Lord, this distinction, which is based on the bodily concept of life, cannot exist. The same example can be cited here with, the hand is the hand, and the leg is the leg, but when both of them engage in the service of the whole body, there is no such distinction, as hands and legs, for all of them belong to the whole body, and all the parts working together constitute the whole body. Similarly, when the living entities are in Krishna consciousness, there is no such distinction, as I and you, because everyone is engaged in the service of the Lord. Since the Lord is absolute, the services are also absolute, even though the hand is working one way and the leg is working in another way, since the purpose is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, they are all one. This is not to be confused with the statement by the Mayavadi philosopher that everything is one. Real knowledge is that hand is hand, leg is leg, body is body, and yet altogether they are one. As soon as the living entity thinks that he is independent, his conditional, material existence begins. The conception of independent existence is therefore like a dream. One has to be in Krishna consciousness, his original position. Then he can be freed from material bondage. SB 4.12.5 Text 5 Text Tabgaka Druva Badram Tabagavantamadhoxajam Sarvabutadmavavina Sarvabutadmavigraham Word for word meanings. Tat, therefore, Gaka, come, Druva, Druva, Badram, good fortune, Tet, unto you, Bhagavantam, unto the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Adhoxajam, who is beyond the concepts of material senses, Sarvabuddha, all living entities, Atmabhavina, by thinking of them as one, Sarvabuddha, in all living entities, Atma, the Supersoul, Vigraham, having form. Translation. My dear Druva, come forward. May the Lord always grace you with good fortune. The Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is beyond our sensory perception is the super-soul of all living entities, and thus all entities are one, without distinction. Begin, therefore, to render service unto the transcendental form of the Lord, who is the ultimate shelter of all living entities. PURPORT Here the word Vigraham, having specific form, is very significant, for it indicates that the Absolute Truth is ultimately the Supreme Personality of Godhead. That is explained in the Brahma Samhita. Saksidananda Vigraha, left square bracket B's 5.1 right square bracket he has form, but his form is different from any kind of material form. The living entities are the marginal energy of the supreme form. As such, they are not different from the supreme form, but at the same time they are not equal to the supreme form. Dhruva Maharaja is advised herewith to render service unto the supreme form. That will include service to other individual forms. For example, a tree has a form, and when water is poured on the root of the tree, the other forms, the leaves, twigs, flowers and fruits, are automatically watered. The Mayavada conception that, because the Absolute Truth is everything he must be formless is rejected here. Rather, it is confirmed that the Absolute Truth has form, and yet he is all-pervading. Nothing is independent of him. SB 4.12.6 Text 6 Text Bajasva Bajaniyang Hermabhavaya Bhavakadam Yaktam Virahitam Saktaya Gunamaya Word for word meanings. Bajasva, engage in devotional service, Bajaniya, worthy to be worshipped, and Herm, unto him whose lotus feet, and Havaya, for deliverance from material existence, Bhavachitam, who cuts the knot of material entanglement, Yaktam, attached, Virahitam, aloof, Saktaya, to his potency, Gunamaya, consisting of the modes of material nature, Atmamaya, by his inconceivable potency. Translation. Engage yourself fully, therefore, in the devotional service of the Lord, for only He can deliver us from this entanglement of materialistic existence. Although the Lord is attached to His material potency, He is aloof from her activities. Everything in this material world is happening by the inconceivable potency of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. PURPORT In continuation of the previous verse, it is specifically mentioned here that Dhruva Maharaja should engage himself in devotional service. Devotional service cannot be rendered to the impersonal Brahman feature of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. 
whenever the word bajasva appears, meaning engage yourself in devotional service, there must be the servant, service and the served. The Supreme Personality of Godhead is served, the mode of activities to please Him is called service, and one who renders such service is called the servant. Another significant feature in this verse is that only the Lord, and no one else, is to be served. That is confirmed in the Bhagavad Gita, Man Ekam Saranam Vraja. There is no need to serve the demigods, who are just like the hands and legs of the Supreme Lord. When the Supreme Lord is served, the hands and legs of the Supreme Lord are automatically served. There is no need of separate service. As stated in Bhagavad Gita, 12.7, Tesam Atam Saman Hardam Ratayu Samsara Sagarat. This means, that the Lord, in order to show specific favor to the devotee, directs the devotee from within in such a way that ultimately he is delivered from the entanglement of material existence. No one but the Supreme Lord can help the living entity be delivered from the entanglement of this material world. The material energy is a manifestation of one of the Supreme Personality of Godhead's varieties of potencies, Pirasaya Saktar Vivinhavas Ruhi 8 left square bracket CC Madhya 13.65, purport right square bracket. This material energy is one of the Lord's potencies, as much as heat and light are potencies of fire. The material energy is not different from the Supreme Godhead, but at the same time he has nothing to do with the material energy. The living entity, who is of the marginal energy is entrapped by the material energy on the basis of his desire to lord it over the material world. The lord is aloof from this, but when the same living entity engages himself in the devotional service of the lord, then he becomes attached to this service. This situation is called yuktam. For devotees the Lord is present even in the material energy. This is the inconceivable potency of the Lord. Material energy acts in the three modes of material qualities, which produce the action and reaction of material existence. Those who are not devotees become involved in such activities, whereas devotees, who are dovetailed with the Supreme Personality of Godhead are freed from such action and reaction of the material energy. The Lord is therefore described here with as Bhavakidam, one who can give deliverance from the entanglement of material existence. SB 4.12.7 Text 7 Text Vranihi kamam rapayan manogadam adist vam audinapad visankitah veram virarhom bujanad hapadayar anataram vam vayam angasis ruma. Word for word meanings. Vranihi, please ask. Kamam, desire, nrapap, o king, yet, whatever, manah gadam, within your mind, manah, from me, tvam, you, avinapade, o son of Maharaja Adinapada, avisankitah, without hesitation, veram, benediction, vera worthy to take benedictions, ambuja, lotus flower, nadha, whose navel, padaya, at his lotus feet, anantaram, constantly, tvam, about you, vayam, we, and a, dear Druva, sisruma, have heard, Translation. My dear Dhruva Maharaja, son of Maharaja Adinapada, we have heard that you are constantly engaged in transcendental loving service to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is known for his lotus navel. You are therefore worthy to take all benedictions from us. Please, therefore, ask without hesitation whatever benediction you want from me. Purport. Dhruva Maharaja, the son of King Adinapada, was already known throughout the universe as a great devotee of the Lord constantly thinking of his lotus feet. Such a pure, uncontaminated devotee of the Lord is worthy to have all the benedictions that can be offered by the demigods. He does not have to worship the demigods separately for such benedictions. Kuvara is the treasurer of the demigods, and he is personally offering whatever benediction Dhruva Maharaja would like to have from him. Srila Bhavamangala Fakura stated, therefore, that for persons who engage in the devotional service of the Lord, all material benedictions wait like maid servants. Mukti Devi is just waiting at the door of the devotee to offer liberation, or more than that, at any time. To be a devotee is therefore an exalted position. Simply by rendering transcendental loving service unto the Supreme Personality of Godhead, one can have all the benedictions of the world without separate endeavor. Lord Kuvara said to Dhruva Maharaja that he had heard that Dhruva was always in Samadhi, or thinking of the lotus feet of the Lord. In other words, he knew that for Dhruva Maharaja there was nothing desirable within the three material worlds. He knew that Dhruva would ask for nothing but to remember the lotus feet of the Supreme Lord constantly. 
SB 4.12.8. Text 8. Text. Matria Yuvakasa Rajarajina Vareka Dito Druvo Matabagaveto Matamabahara Savavor Kalatam Smratimya Teratia Nina Dirtiam Tamah. Word for word meanings. Maitreya Yuvaka, the great sage Maitreya said, Sah, he, Rajarajina, by the king of kings, Kuvara, Vareya, for a benediction, Kadita, being asked, Druva, Druva Maharaja, Matabagavata, a first class pure devotee, Matamabha, most intelligent or thoughtful, Hera, unto the supreme personality of Godhead, Sah, he, Vavar, asked, Akalatam. Unflinching, Smritim, remembrance, Yea, by which, Terity, crosses over, Aatnina, without difficulty, Dirtiam, unsurpassable, Tamah. Nations. Translation. The great sage Maitreya continued, My dear Venera, when thus asked to accept a benediction from Kuvara the Yaksaraja left square bracket king of the Yaksas right square bracket, drew the Maharaja, that most elevated pure devotee, who was an intelligent and thoughtful king, begged that he might have unflinching faith in and remembrance of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, for thus a person can cross over the ocean of nations very easily, although it is very difficult for others to cross. PURPORT According to the opinion of expert followers of Vedic rites, there are different types of benedictions in terms of religiosity, economic development, sense gratification and liberation. These four principles are known as Katarvargas. Of all the Katarvargas, the benediction of liberation is considered to be the highest in this material world. To be enabled to cross over material nations is known as the highest Purasartha, or benediction for the human being. But Dhruva Maharaja wanted a benediction which surpasses even the highest Purasartha, liberation. He wanted the benediction that he might constantly remember the lotus feet of the Lord. This stage of life is called Pankamapurasartha. When a devotee comes to the platform of Pankamapurasartha, simply engaging in devotional service to the Lord, the fourth Purasartha, liberation, becomes very insignificant in his eyes. Srila Prabhupada Sirasvati has stated in this connection that, for a devotee liberation is a hellish condition of life, as for sense gratification, which is available in the heavenly planets, the devotee considers it to be a will-o'-the-wisp, having no value in life. Yogis endeavor to control the senses, but for a devotee controlling the senses is no difficulty at all. The senses are compared to serpents, but for a devotee the serpent's poison teeth are broken. Thus Srila Prabhupada Sirasvati has analyzed all kinds of benedictions available in this world, and he has clearly declared that for a pure devotee they are all of no significance. Dhruva Maharaja was also a Matabhagavata, or a first-class pure devotee, and his intelligence was very great, Matamabha. Unless one is very intelligent, one cannot take to devotional service, or Krishna consciousness. Naturally, anyone who is a first-class devotee must be a first-class intelligent person and therefore not interested in any kind of benediction within this material world. Dhruva Maharaja was offered a benediction by the king of the kings. Kuvara, the treasurer of the demigods, whose only business is to supply immense riches to persons within this materialistic world, is described as the king of kings, because, unless one is blessed by Kuvara one cannot become a king. The king of kings personally offered Dhruva Maharaja any amount of riches, but he declined to accept them. He is described, therefore, as Matomami, very thoughtful, or highly intellectual. SB 4.12.9 Text 9 Text Tasaya Pratina Manasa Tamdavay Davidas Tadahasayatontard and Sopisvathurum Pratyapadayata Word for Word Meanings Tasaya, with Dhruva Pratina, being very pleased, Manasa, with such a mentality, Tam, that remembrance, Dattva, having given, Adavida, Kuvara, son of Idavida, Tada, thereafter, Pasayata, while Dhruva was looking on, entered and disappeared, Sah, he, Dhruva, Api, also, Svathuram, to his city, Pratyapadayata, returned. Translation the son of Idavida, Lord Kuvara, was very pleased, and happily he gave Dhruva Maharaja the benediction he wanted. Thereafter he disappeared from Dhruva's presence, and Dhruva Maharaja returned to his capital city. PURPORT Kuvara, who is known as the son of Idavida, was very pleased with Dhruva Maharaja, because he did not ask him for anything materially enjoyable. Kuvara is one of the demigods, so one may put forward the argument, why did Dhruva Maharaja take a benediction from a demigod? 
The answer is that for a Vaisnava there is no objection to taking a benediction from a demigod, if it is favorable for advancing Krishna consciousness. The god is, for example, worshipped Katayani, a demigodis, but the only benediction they wanted from the goddess was to have Krishna as their husband. A Vaisnava is not interested in asking any benediction from the demigods, nor is he interested in asking benedictions from the Supreme Personality of Godhead. It is said in the Bhagavatam that liberation can be offered by the Supreme Person, but even if a pure devotee is offered liberation by the Supreme Lord, he refuses to accept it. Dhruva Maharaja did not ask Kuvara for transference to the spiritual world, which is called liberation, he simply asked that, wherever he would remain, whether in the spiritual or material world, he would always remember the Supreme Personality of Godhead. A Vaisnava is always respectful to everyone. So, when Kuvara offered him a benediction, he did not refuse it. But he wanted something which would be favorable to his advancement in Krishna consciousness. SB 4.12.10 Text 10 Text Athe agitu yajnasam kritabhir buridax in ahdravaya kriya karma karma felapratam Word for word meanings. Atha, thereafter, Ajita, he worshipped, Yajnaism, the master of sacrifices, Kritabhya, by sacrificial ceremonies, Buri, great, Daxinay, by charities, Dravaya Kriyadivedanam, of, sacrifices including various, paraphernalia, activities and demigods, Karma, the objective, Karmafella, the result of activities, Pratam, who awards. Translation as long as he remained at home, Dhruva Maharaja performed many great ceremonial sacrifices in order to please the enjoyer of all sacrifices, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Prescribed ceremonial sacrifices are especially meant to please Lord Vishnu, who is the objective of all such sacrifices and who awards the resultant benedictions. PURPORT In Bhagavad Gita, 3.9, it is said, Yajnarthat karmano nyatralako yam karma bandhana. One should act or work only in order to please the Supreme Lord, otherwise one becomes entangled in the resultant reactions. According to the four divisions of Varna and Asrama, Ksatriyas and Vaisyas, are especially advised to perform great ceremonial sacrifices and to distribute their accumulated money very liberally. Dhruva Maharaja, as a king and ideal Ksatriya, performed many such sacrifices, giving very liberally in charity. Ksatriyas and Vaisyas are supposed to earn their money and accumulate great riches. Sometimes they do it by acting sinfully. Ksatriyas are meant to rule over a country, Dhruva Maharaja, for example, in the course of ruling, had to fight and kill many Yaksas. Such action is necessary for Ksatriyas. A Ksatriya should not be a coward, and he should not be non-violent, to rule over the country he has to act violently. Ksatriyas and Vaisyas are therefore especially advised to give in charity at least 50% of their accumulated wealth. In Bhagavad Gita it is recommended that, even though one enters the renounced order of life, he still cannot give up the performance of Yajna, Dana and Tapasaya. They are never to be given up. Tapasaya is meant for the renounced order of life, those who are retired from worldly activities should perform Tapasaya. Penances and Austerities those who are in the material world, the Ksatriyas and Vaisyas, must give charity. Brahmacharas, in the beginning of their lives, should perform different kinds of yajnas. Dhruva Maharaja, as an ideal king, practically emptied his treasury by giving charity. A king is not meant simply to realize taxes from the citizens and accumulate wealth to spend in sense gratification. World monarchy has failed ever since kings began to satisfy their personal senses with the taxes accumulated from the citizens. Of course, whether the system is monarchy or democracy, the same corruption is still going on. At the present moment there are different parties in the democratic government, but everyone is busy trying to keep his post or trying to keep his political party in power. The politicians have very little time to think of the welfare of the citizens, whom they oppress with heavy taxes in the form of income tax, sales tax and many other taxes, people sometimes have 80 to 90 percent of their income taken away, and these taxes are lavishly spent, for the high salaries drawn by the officers and rulers. Formerly, the taxes accumulated from the citizens were spent for performing great sacrifices, as enjoined in the Vedic literature. At the present moment, however, 
Almost all forms of sacrifice are not at all possible, therefore, it is recommended in the Sastras that people should perform Sankirtana Yajna. Any householder, regardless of his position, can perform this Sankirtana Yajna without expenditure. All the family members can sit down together and simply clap their hands and chant the Hare Krishna Mata Mantra. Somehow or other, everyone can manage to perform such a yajna. And distribute prasada to the people in general. That is quite sufficient for this age of Kali. The Krishna consciousness movement is based on this principle, chant the Hare Krishna Mantra at every moment, as much as possible, both inside and outside of the temples, and, as far as possible, distribute prasada. This process can be accelerated with the cooperation of state administrators and those who are producing the country's wealth. Simply by liberal distribution of Prasada and Sankirtana, the whole world can become peaceful and prosperous. Generally in all the material sacrifices recommended in the Vedic literature there are offerings to the demigods. This demigod worship is especially meant for less intelligent men. Actually, the result of such sacrifice goes to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Narayana. Lord Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, 5.29, Bhattaram Yajmatapasam, he is actually the enjoyer of all sacrifices. His name, therefore, is Yajmapirusa. Although Dhruva Maharaja was a great devotee and had nothing to do with these sacrifices, to set an example to his people he performed many sacrifices and gave all his wealth in charity. For as long as he lived as a householder, he never spent a farthing for his sense gratification. In this verse the word karma philopretum is very significant. The Lord awards everyone different kinds of karma as the individual living entities desire, he is the super soul present within the heart of everyone, and he is so kind and liberal that he gives everyone full facilities to perform whatever acts one wants. Then the result of the action is also enjoyed by the living entity. If anyone wants to enjoy or lord it over material nature, the Lord gives him full facilities, but he becomes entangled in the resultant reactions. Similarly, if anyone wants to engage himself fully in devotional service, the Lord gives him full facilities, and the devotee enjoys the results. The Lord is therefore known as Karma Felapreta. SB 4.12.11 Text 11 Text Sarvatmani asayut sarvtiv ramam bhaktam adhahandanar satmani butisu tamiva vasthitam vigham. Word for word meanings. Sarvatmani, unto the super soul, asayut, infallible, asarv, without any limit, tivraom, with unrelenting force, bhaktam, devotional service, adhahan, rendering, bidarsa, he saw, atmani, in the supreme spirit, butisu, in all living entities, tam, him, eva, only, avasthitam, situated, vigham, all-powerful. Translation. Dhruva Maharaja rendered devotional service unto the Supreme, the reservoir of everything, with unrelenting force. While carrying out his devotional service to the Lord, he could see that everything is situated in him only and that he is situated in all living entities. The Lord is called Asayuda because he never fails in his prime duty to give protection to his devotees. Purport. Not only did Dhruva Maharaja perform many sacrifices, but he carried on his transcendental occupation of engagement in the devotional service of the Lord. The ordinary karmas, who want to enjoy the results of fruitive activities, are concerned only with sacrifices and ritualistic ceremonies, as enjoined in the Vedic Sastras. Although Dhruva Maharaja performed many sacrifices in order to be an exemplary king, he was constantly engaged in devotional service. The Lord always protects his surrendered devotee. A devotee can see that the Lord is situated in everyone's heart, as stated in the Bhagavad Gita, Isvarasarvabudinam HRDD Srajunatisthati left square bracket BG. 18.61 right square bracket. Ordinary persons cannot understand how the Supreme Lord is situated in everyone's heart, but a devotee can actually see him. Not only can the devotee see him outwardly, but he can see, with spiritual vision, that everything is resting in the Supreme Personality of Godhead, as described in Bhagavad Gita, Matsthani Sarvabudini left square bracket BG 9.4 right square bracket. That is the vision of a Matabhagavata. He sees everything others see, but instead of seeing merely the trees, the mountains, the cities or the sky, he sees only his worshipable Supreme Personality of Godhead in everything, because everything is resting in him only. This is the vision of the Matabhagavata. 
In summary, a Madhavagavata, a highly elevated pure devotee, sees the Lord everywhere, as well as within the heart of everyone. This is possible for devotees who have developed elevated devotional service to the Lord. As stated in the Brahma Samhita, 5.38, Premanjana cured Bhaktisgalakamina, only those who have smeared their eyes with the ointment of love of Godhead can see everywhere the Supreme Lord face to face, it is not possible by imagination or so-called meditation. SB 4.12.12 Text 12 Text Tam ebum silasam panam brahmanayam dinavatsilam gokturam dharmasatunam benayar pitaram praja. Word for word meanings. Tam, him, ebum, thus, sila, with godly qualities, sampanam, endowed, brahmanayam, respectful to the brahmanas, dina, to the poor, vatsilam, kind, gokturam, protector, dharmasatunam, of religious principles, benayar, thought, pitaram, father, praja, the citizens. Translation. Dhruva Maharaja was endowed with all godly qualities, he was very respectful to the devotees of the Supreme Lord and very kind to the poor and innocent, and he protected religious principles. With all these qualifications, he was considered to be the direct father of all the citizens. PURPORT The personal qualities of Dhruva Maharaja described herein are the exemplary qualities of a saintly king. Not only a king but also the leaders of a modern democratic or impersonal government must be qualified with all these godly characteristics. Then the citizens of the state can be happy. It is clearly stated here that the citizens thought of Dhruva Maharaja as their father, as a child, depending on the able father, is completely satisfied, so the citizens of the state, being protected by the state or the king, should remain satisfied in every respect. At the present moment, however, there is no guarantee by the government of even the primary necessities of life in the state, namely, the protection of the lives and property of the citizens. One word is very significant in this connection, Brahmanayam. Dhruva Maharaja was very devoted to the Brahmanas, who engage in the study of the Vedas and thereby know the Supreme Personality of Godhead. They are always busy propagating Krishna consciousness. The state should be very respectful to societies that distribute God consciousness all over the world, but, unfortunately, at the present moment there is no state or government support given to such movements. As for good qualities, it is very difficult to find anyone in state administration with any good qualities. The administrators simply sit in their administrative posts and say no to every request, as if they were paid to say no to the citizens. Another word, Dinavetsalam, is very significant also. The state head should be very kind to the innocent. Unfortunately, in this age the state agents and the presidents draw good salaries from the state, and they pose themselves as very pious, but they allow the running of slaughterhouses, where innocent animals are killed. If we try to compare the godly qualities of Dhruva Maharaja to the qualities of modern statesmen, we can see that there is no actual comparison. Dhruva Maharaja was present in the Satya Yuga, as will be clear from the next verses. He was the ideal king in Satya Yuga. The government administration in the present age, Kali Yuga, is bereft of all godly qualities. Considering all these points, the people today have no alternative but to take to Krishna consciousness for protection of religion, life and property. SB 4.12.13 Text 13 Text Satrams advarsis ahasram sasis exidi mandalam bhagay puniaxayam kurvan abhadara subhaxayam. Word for word meanings. Satrams at 36, varsa, years, sahasram, thousand, sasisa, ruled, exidi mandalam, the earth planet, bhagay, by enjoyment, punia. Of reactions of pious activities, xayam, diminution, kurvan, doing, abhagay, by austerities, a subha, of inauspicious reactions, xayam, diminution. Translation. Dhruva Maharaja ruled over this planet for 36,000 years, he diminished the reactions of pious activities by enjoyment, and by practicing austerities he diminished inauspicious reactions. PURPORT That Dhruva Maharaja ruled over the planet for 36,000 years means that he was present in the Satya Yuga, because in the Satya Yuga people used to live for 100,000 years. In the next Yuga, Trita, people used to live for 10,000 years, and in the next Yuga, Tvapara, for 1,000 years. In the present age, the Kali Yuga, the maximum duration of life is 100 years. With the change of the Yugas, 
the duration of life and memory, the quality of kindness and all other good qualities diminish. There are two kinds of activities, namely pious and impious. By executing pious activities one can gain facilities for higher material enjoyment, but due to impious activities one has to undergo severe distress. A devotee, however, is not interested in enjoyment or affected by distress. When he is prosperous he knows, I am diminishing the results of my pious activities, and when he is in distress he knows, I am diminishing the reactions of my impious activities. A devotee is not concerned with enjoyment or distress, he simply desires to execute devotional service. It is said in the Srimad Bhagavatam that devotional service should be apratimata, unchecked by the material conditions of happiness or distress. The devotee undergoes processes of austerity such as observing ekadasi and similar other fasting days and refraining from illicit sex life, intoxication, gambling and meat-eating. Thus he becomes purified from the reactions of his past impious life, and because he engages in devotional service, which is the most pious activity, he enjoys life without separate endeavor. SB 4.12.14 Text 14 Text Evam bahu savam kalam mahatma vikalandriya trivurgapayakam nidvapitraidinrapasanam. Word for word meanings. Evam, thus, bahu, many, savam, years, kalam, time, mahatma, great soul, avikalandriya, without being disturbed by sense agitation, trivarga, three kinds of worldly activities, apayakam, favorable for executing, nidva, having passed, patraya, to his son. Adat, he handed over, Nrapasanam, the royal throne. Translation. The self-controlled great soul Dhruva Maharaja thus passed many, many years favorably executing three kinds of worldly activities, namely religiosity, economic development and satisfaction of all material desires. Thereafter he handed over the charge of the royal throne to his son. Purport. Perfection of materialistic life is suitably attained by the process of observing religious principles. This leads automatically to successful economic development, and thus there is no difficulty in satisfying all material desires. Since Dhruva Maharaja, as a king, had to keep up his status quo or it would not have been possible to rule over the people in general, he did it perfectly. But as soon as he saw that his son was grown up and could take charge of the royal throne, he immediately handed over the charge and retired from all material engagements. One word used here is very significant, avikalandriya, which means that he was not disturbed by the agitation of the senses nor was his sensory power diminished, although in years he was a very old man. Since he ruled over the world for 36,000 years, naturally one may conclude that he became very, very old, but factually his senses were very young, and yet he was not interested in sense gratification. In other words, he remained self-controlled. He performed his duties perfectly according to the materialistic way. That is the way of behavior of great devotees. Srila Raghunathadasagasvami, one of the direct disciples of Lord Caitanya, was the son of a very rich man. Although he had no interest in enjoying material happiness, when he was entrusted with doing something in managing the state, he did it perfectly. Srila Sundara advised him, from within, keep yourself and your mind completely aloof, but externally execute the material duties, just as they need to be done. This transcendental position can be achieved by devotees only, as described in the Bhagavad Gita, while others, such as yogis, try to control their senses by force. Devotees, even though possessing full sensory powers, do not use them, because they engage in higher, transcendental activities. SB 4.12.15 Text 15 Text Manayamada item visvamayurasatam admani avidayurasatas vasnagambharvan agarapamam Word for word meanings Manayamana, realizing, item, this, visvam, universe, maya, by the external energy, rasatam, manufactured, admani, unto the living entity, avidaya, by illusion, rasata, manufactured, svatna, a dream, gandharvanagara, phantasmagoria, apamam, like. Translation. Srila Dhruva Maharaja realized that this cosmic manifestation bewilders living entities like a dream or phantasmagoria, because it is a creation of the illusory, external energy of the Supreme Lord. PURPORT In the deep forest it sometimes appears that there are big palaces and nice cities. That is technically called Gandharvanagara. Similarly, 
In dreams also we create many false things out of imagination. A self-realized person, or a devotee, knows well that this material cosmic manifestation is a temporary, illusory representation appearing to be truth. It is like a phantasmagoria. But behind this shadow creation there is reality, the spiritual world. A devotee is interested in the spiritual world, not its shadow. Since he has realization of the supreme truth, a devotee is not interested in this temporary shadow of truth. This is confirmed in the Bhagavad Gita, Paramdrastvanivertic left square bracket BG 2.59 right square bracket. SB 4.12.16. Text 16. Text. Atmastriya Pataya Serto Balam Rahakasam Atah Purim Paravetara Buvas Karamaya Bumandalam Jalanvimakilamakalaya Kalapasrastamidi Saprayaya Vasilam. Word for word meanings. Atma, body, stri, wives, apataya, children, serta, friends, balam. Influence, army, rahakasam, rich treasury, antahpuram, female residential quarters, paravetarabuva, pleasure grounds, ka, and, ramaya, beautiful, boomandalam, the complete earth, jaladi, by oceans, makhilam, bound, akalaya, considering, kala, by time, apasrustam, created, iti, thus, sahi, prayaya. Went, Vasilam, to Badarakasrama. Translation. Thus Dhruva Maharaja, at the end, left his kingdom, which extended all over the earth and was bounded by the great oceans. He considered his body, his wives, his children, his friends, his army, his rich treasury, his very comfortable palaces and his many enjoyable pleasure grounds to be creations of the illusory energy. Thus in due course of time he retired to the forest in the Himalayas known as Badarakasrama. Purport. In the beginning of his life, when he went to the forest in search of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Dhruva Maharaja realized that all bodily conceptions of pleasure are products of the illusory energy. In the very beginning, of course, he was after the kingdom of his father, and in order to get it he went to search for the Supreme Lord. But he later realized that everything is the creation of the illusory energy. From the acts of Srila Dhruva Maharaja we can understand that somehow or other, if one beckons Krishna conscious, it does not matter what his motivation is in the beginning, he will eventually realize the real truth by the grace of the Lord. In the beginning, Dhruva Maharaja was interested in the kingdom of his father, but later he became a great devotee, Matabhagavata, and had no interest in material enjoyment. The perfection of life can be achieved only by devotees. Even if one completes only a minute percentage of devotional service and then falls down from his immature position, he is better than a person who fully engages in the fruitive activities of this material world. SB 4.12.17 Text 17 Text Tassayam Visadha Karanasivavar Vigahaya Babhavasanam Jitamaran Babasar Taxas Fuel Badhara Bhagavad Pranirupar Enadayams Tadhavaya Vahyatovayasrajit Samadha Word for Word Meanings Tassayam, in Badarakasrama, Visuddha, purified, Karana, his senses Shiva, pure, Vah, water, Vigahaya, bathing in, Badhava, having fixed, Asanam, sitting position, Jiva, controlled, Merit, breathing process, Manasa, by the mind, Arda, withdrawn, Aksa, his senses, Sphule, physical, Dhatara, he concentrated, Bhagavad Pradyarup. On the exact form of the Lord, in it, the mind, Dian, meditating upon, Tat, that, Avayavahita, without stopping, Vyasrajit, he entered, Samadha, into trance. Translation. In Bhadarakasrama Dhruva Maharaja's senses became completely purified, because he bathed regularly in the crystal clear purified water. He fixed his sitting position and by yogic practice controlled the breathing process and the air of life, in this way his senses were completely withdrawn. Then he concentrated his mind on the Arkavigraha form of the Lord, which is the exact replica of the Lord and, thus meditating upon him, entered into complete trance. PURPORT Here is a description of the Astanga Yoga system, to which Dhruva Maharaja was already accustomed. Astanga Yoga was never meant to be practiced in a fashionable city. Dhruva Maharaja went to Badarakasrama, and in a solitary place, alone, he practiced yoga. He concentrated his mind on the Arkavigraha, the worshipable deity of the Lord, which exactly represents the Supreme Lord, and thus thinking constantly of that deity, he became absorbed in trance. Worship of the Arkavigraha is not idol worship. 
The Arkavigraha is an incarnation of the Lord in a form appreciable by a devotee. Therefore devotees engage in the temple in the service of the Lord as Arkavigraha, a form made of stula, material, objects such as stone, metal, wood, jewels or paint. All of these are called stula, or physical representations. Since the devotees follow the regulative principles of worship, even though the Lord is there in his physical form, he is non-different from his original, spiritual form. Thus the devotee gets the benefit of achieving the ultimate goal of life, that is to say, becoming always absorbed in thought of the Lord. This incessant thought of the Lord, as prescribed in the Bhagavad Gita, makes one the topmost yogi. SB 4.12.18 Text 18 Text Bhaktam hara bhagavati pravahana jasramananda baspakalaya muhar or diamana vikla diamana hardaya pilakasa tango natmanamas merida savidi muktalinga. Word for word meanings. Bhaktam, devotional service, hara, unto Hari, bhagavati, the supreme personality of Godhead, pravahan, constantly engaging in, ajasram, always, ananda, blissful, baspakalaya, by a stream of tears, muha, again and again. Or Diamana, being overcome, Vikla Diamana, melting, Hrdaya, his heart, Pulika, standing of hairs, Asita, covered, Anna, his body, Nat, not, Atmanam, body, Asmerit, he remembered, Asa, he, Iti, thus, Muktalinga, free from the subtle body. Translation Because of his transcendental bliss, incessant tears flowed from his eyes, his heart melted, and there was shivering and standing of the hairs all over his body. Thus transformed, in a trance of devotional service, Dhruva Maharaja completely forgot his bodily existence, and thus he immediately became liberated from material bondage. PURPORT Due to constant engagement in devotional service, hearing, chanting, remembering, worshipping the deity, etc., as prescribed in nine varieties, there are different symptoms which appear in the body of a devotee. These eight bodily transformations, which indicate that a devotee is already liberated within himself, are called Astasabhika Vikara left square bracket cc. Antia 14.99 right square bracket. When a devotee completely forgets his bodily existence, he should be understood to be liberated. He is no longer engaged in the body. The example is given that, when a coconut becomes completely dry, the coconut pulp within the coconut shell separates from the bondage of the shell and the outer covering. By moving the dry coconut, one can hear that the pulp within is no longer attached to the shell or to the covering. Similarly, when one is fully absorbed in devotional service, he is completely disconnected from the two material coverings, the subtle and gross bodies. Dhruva Maharaja actually attained this stage of life by constantly discharging devotional service. He has already been described as a Matabhagavata, for, unless one becomes a Matabhagavata, or a first-class pure devotee, these symptoms are not visible. Lord Ketanaya exhibited all these symptoms. Fakirahiridasa also exhibited them, and there are many pure devotees who manifested such bodily symptoms. They are not to be imitated, but when one is actually advanced, these symptoms are exhibited. At that time it is to be understood that a devotee is materially free. Of course, from the beginning of devotional service the path of liberation immediately opens, just as the coconut taken from the tree immediately begins to dry, it simply takes some time for the shell and pulp to separate from one another. An important word in this verse is Muktalinga. Mukta means liberated, and Linga means the subtle body. When a man dies, he quits the gross body, but the subtle body of mind, intelligence and ego carries him to a new body. While existing in the present body, the same subtle body carries him from one stage of life to another, for example, from childhood to boyhood, by mental development. The mental condition of a baby is different from that of a boy, the mental condition of a boy is different from that of a young man, and the mental condition of a young man is different from that of an old man. So at death the process of changing bodies takes place due to the subtle body, the mind, intelligence and ego carry the soul from one gross body to another. This is called transmigration of the soul. But there is another stage, when one becomes liberated even from the subtle body, at that time the living entity is competent and fully prepared to be transferred to the transcendental or spiritual world. The description of the bodily symptoms of Sri Dhruva Maharaja makes it apparent that he became perfectly fit to be transferred to the spiritual world. 
one can experience the distinction between the subtle and gross bodies even daily. In a dream, one's gross body is lying on the bed, while the subtle body carries the soul, the living entity, to another atmosphere. But because the gross body has to be continued, the subtle body comes back and settles in the present gross body. Therefore one has to become free from the subtle body also. This freedom is known as Muktalinga. SB 4.12.19 Text 19 Text Sabdadarsavamanagrayam adhazovadradruvahvidhrajayadasadizorakapitamivaditam Word for word meanings Sah 